Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eat in snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chitting all over your tatum! Doing party! Watch him! <laughs> okay, we're not sponsored by ever, anybody. This is an encore performance of the, of the theme song. Are you guys enjoying that theme song? Because we're really enjoying I'm the enjoying theme the song. I'm enjoying the theme song. I think it was such a brilliant. It's so random and suits us perfectly. <laughs> I know. I feel like if anybody knew where to listen to that theme song, they would just be like, what kind of podcast am I getting myself into? And then it's entirely mild-mannered. <laughs> Not at all robust. <laughs> Are you describing what. pasta sauce? What is happening? <laughs> entirely mild-mannered mild and not at all robust. I just described a polite Italian dinner. <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh. Oh, hey, everybody. I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing Party. Party. This is a podcast where we watch movies, eat snacks, and talk about stuff. I'm your host. <laughs> That's also your host. I'm just going to giggle through the podcast. It'll be fine. I'm not your only host. <laughs> Lord. Oh, man. Wesley. Yeah. What'd you do this week? It's, well, it was Thanksgiving. It, so yes, it was. <laughs> I went to hang out with my family. Oh, how was that? What are you, anything fun? Anything notable? Um. Well, I had to finish a bottle of wine by myself because what? my parents don't have more than one wine stopper. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Wesley. well, guess I gotta finish this. Because <laughs> I'm getting, like, buzzed in front of my parents. Did you get buzzed? No, it was fine. Oh. Wait, how much did you end up having? By well, yourself? <laughs> Plenty. Because, like, two but glasses it was, like, like, it was done. the pomegranate wine that Victoria got me for my uh, birthday, so it was not exactly, like, super alcoholic. No, it wasn't quite potent. No. It was just yummy. It was just good. I mean, if you're going to have to finish off a bottle of wine by yourself, <laughs> it should at least be the pomegranate birthday one. Right? I thought so. That's a good call. So it was fine. Good job. <laughs> good guy, Vic. <laughs> Thanks, out. Victoria. Giving out yummy, non-alcoholic wine. <laughs> Wait. Or low. Maybe low alcoholic. Uh, pomegranate wine. Anyway. It good. was tasty. So Thanksgiving was good? Yeah. We watched the parade, had food. Yeah, was the parade any good? Was the parade? My old pastor just moved to New York, and they went to the parade. Yeah. And they're like, well, we did it, and you can guarantee we'll be watching from our couches from now on. Yeah. I <laughs> but, mean, like, first it's so year fun to living, watch. Yeah. Like, I feel we've like, done it every year since I was a little kid, so. I forget there's a parade until yeah. everybody else is talking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's cool because they do Broadway show yeah. numbers at the beginning, which we're always all about. They always lip sync them. This year, they did. They did, they did Dear Evan Hansen, which was good. They did Anastasia. Yeah, I you saw can that. listen to our Anastasia episode. <laughs> Anastasia. <laughs> That's not how any of the songs go in the musical. <laughs> Anastasia. <laughs> and then they did. I'm a Russian. 
<laughs> One of the other new shows is SpongeBob. Uh, no. Oh, yes, I <laughs> And we were like, I was worried. Like, I was worried about what a SpongeBob musical would be like and if it would be awful. I was pleasantly surprised that they weren't characters in, like, Disney costumes. Oh, They were good. people in outfits to represent each of the characters. Oh, that's very so interesting. So it was really interesting. The guy that played SpongeBob is in, like, he looks like a classic, like, TV nerd. He's got, like, yeah. suspenders and, like, pants that are too short and, like, oh. that kind of stuff. Oh, I gotta um, go see this. Yeah, the guy who plays Patrick is, like... A heavy set guy with like a pla- like a Hawaiian pink shirt and like his hair is pink and in like a point at the top, and the guy who plays Squidward has like extra legs sewn onto his pants, so he looks like he has four <laughs> legs. <laughs> but like, um, Sandy is like a cool lady with a big like curly hair fro, and Mrs. Um, like the driving instructor lady is a character, <laughs> and like Plankton has like a one eye covered. And the woman who plays Karen is all in, like, shiny silver because she's a computer algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> so there were some, like, really clever stuff. Like, they... That's um, cool. Because they're, like, swim on the show, they have a lot of skateboards that they use. Mm. So, like, Gary is on a skateboard and they just, like, scooch him into scenes and it's just, like, <laughs> like, like a Gary fake Gary on a skateboard. <laughs> but I was, like, I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't as awful as it very well could yes, have been. Yes, super good. Because I was like, expecting, like, Nickelodeon Disney on Ice kind of, yeah. like, Costume. that kind like, of thing. Just foam people running Yeah, but it wasn't. So, I've heard it's funny. I can't Yeah, I mean, can't say, vouch for it. For vouch for that. I'm not really go, gonna go, like, listen to the Spongebob soundtrack anytime soon. I'll go listen to the, uh, <laughs> the, uh... The cast recording? Yeah, I'll go listen to the cast recording <laughs> and report back. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of, uh, you know, time that I'm just packing up my apartment today because yeah. I'm moving. Hey, guys, what, everybody? I'm moving. Woo. My new address is... <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> Redacted. 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 Not that it matters to you guys because you can get it wherever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hello, friends. Uh, you uh, probably have my address. If not, you can go get it. I'll tweet it out later. <laughs> you can I'll... send fan mail, too. <laughs> you can send fan mail. After I move, I'll just send the address of my old apartment, oh, and then no. I'll just come pick up mail here. I've never moved away from an apartment before. Do I need to turn in keys and everything, and yeah. like do a whole? Is there like a like a ceremony or? I don't know about a ceremony. <laughs> there may be a like review that you want to walk through it with you. Yeah, they'll walk through. I was like, I'm not getting my security deposit back. Like, there's no way. I've only done, like, apartments in college, not, like, actual right. apartments, so I don't know. Not, not really. Well, Sorry. unless you count moving across the hall that I had to do a few years ago. Yeah, I think that's a move. Which that's totally I think technically move. was considered a move, because I didn't have to turn in keys and, like, pick up new ones. And yeah, that's to considered move, a move. Like, 12 feet to the other to, apartment. Like, the other side. <laughs> the other side of the balcony. Yeah. It was weird. Thankfully, I didn't need to get any boxes, because I just used, like, a laundry basket and yeah. moved things from one drawer to the other. That apartment is the exact same layout. Like, it's not mm-hmm. even flipped, either, yeah. which is super weird. Yeah. Because it's, like, we... The only light. thing different is, literally, like, the light comes in from the other, like... because oh, the of, other. Like, the lighting yeah. is different because I'm on the other side of the building. Oh, wait. So then where was your... Like, the window. windows and stuff were all in the same place, oh, but they but face the, the other direction. comes in differently. That's yeah. That's it. That's the only thing. Oh, you had to switch up your selfie game. Yeah. <laughs> you 
never did. It was a big deal. No. Oh, man. Well, good. I'm glad that you had a great time watching that Thanksgiving Day parade. Yeah, it was fun. Not getting drunk with your family. <laughs> yeah. Good. I How flu- was your Thanksgiving? I had the flu. Yay. Oh, that reminds me. I need to read you a tweet <laughs> about the flu. Uh, Keep talking about your trip. Your my flu, you my really flu trip. <laughs> my trip. I mean, I was felt like I was tripping. <laughs> I felt like I was high for days, without like the fun that is associated with being high. Mm. I it was just like the the like uh, it felt like not that I really know what this is like, but it felt like what people describe as like like the down spiral of like when you're done being high and you're oh. like. Like, going back down. Yeah. Like, return to normal. Yeah, it felt like down <laughs> for three days straight. Oh, no. Um, and I, like, was trying to sleep in between going to the bathroom. Mm. It was pretty awful. So, on Thanksgiving, I finally puked, and I felt better ever since. Good. Like, immediately. It helps like, so much. I, like, it's gross, but, like, it totally does. <laughs> I felt... I was doing a positive visualization in the bathroom. Oh, no. Like, I was standing over the sink, and I was like, when I throw up, I'm going to feel amazing. When I throw up, I'm going to feel so good. <laughs> and I was, like, talking myself through it, because I was like, all right, mm-hmm. like, we got to do this. Like, we have to. There's not a chance that I can go one more day like this. It's not Miserable. going to happen. Yeah. No, there's no way. So I finally uh, got myself to throw up. Here was the secret. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. I took, along with the positive visualization, I took a shot of apple cider vinegar, and within a half hour, like, everything exited my body. Wow. And I <laughs> felt, I mean, it was, like, not even a minute later. I was speaking louder. Oh, I wow. could stand up. I was laughing again. <laughs> like, I was just like, woo! Boy, I feel <laughs> way better now that that's out of my body. Like, yeah. whatever was holding me back. I said bye to the haters, <laughs> and I, like, got out Aww. of there real quick. It was amazing. I my said, nephew was sick a little <laughs> bit over the holidays. Oh, no. He's three. And he kept yeah. saying his belly belly hurt. Yeah. Yeah, my belly belly <laughs> oh, was God. Oh, it was so awful. He, he repeats miserable. everything, so. Everyone was his like. belly belly. <laughs> Rob's just like, you were pretty out of it all day. And I was like, uh, yep. Yeah, everybody else went out for, like, their, like, second dinner. They all went out to Bob Evans, and I stayed in. With 40 ounces of water, some saltine crackers, mm. and a Scientology special. <laughs> that sounds like you. <laughs> and they came back and I was watching Liar Liar, but with the volume very low. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't do a lot of noise right now. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. So after that, I like went to sleep, like felt better. And I was like, how are you feeling? I was like, I'm going to the bathroom an hour. It's like, this is <laughs> wow. amazing. So wow. here's the tweet I wanted to read you. This is a female comedian from the UK and she said I have the woman flu which is like the man flu but worse because I also regularly have periods and get paid less <laughs> yes yes it's just like, like yes that. girl that's exactly it I said it. to a friend I was like nothing like moving from the flu to the period am I right <laughs> mm, <laughs> like, fun times. Oh, I was like yeah I'm all better and then suddenly no, like I'm worse <laughs> now like different muscles are mad at me like when I have the flu my back hurts real real bad yeah because I had like a fever the first day too with it and then um and so I like my like my lower back hurt and then I moved into the period and now my lower front hurt Aww. and I'm like Aww. oh god <laughs> just a new muscle group is super pissed off about it I'm like great <laughs> that's a really good tweet thank you for that <laughs> 
Thank was you. just like, this is a this is was, a really relevant tweet. It really it's was. like the man flu, but worse. <laughs> um uh okay great i got a text from a client but i wasn't sure if it was a client or like someone that isn't a client i have no idea it just said hey i need to see you sometime soon and i'm like oh you're like what does that mean uh, uh, oh it's a client it's a client (laughs) um great yeah so that was thanksgiving my thanksgiving dinner consisted of a small bowl of uh mashed potatoes and half a biscuit and I treated myself to a slice of apple streusel. Nice. And that was it. <laughs> and then I had a lot of water. We had, um, it was just me and my parents, because it was my sister's, it's the holiday she was at her in-laws for the meal. Oh, nice. So, but my mom and I, we made, like, five side dishes. I don't know what we thought we were going to do like, with it. what were you going to do? Like, I don't how know. how much did you think you would eat? But <laughs> we've been eating it, like, every day ever since, twice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and my mom, just so much food. Everyone's like, enjoy the leftovers, and I'm like, we went to Cracker Barrel, so there were no leftovers. <laughs> we decided to eat out, and so we could spend less time doing dishes. A lot of people do that and go to Cracker Barrel or Bob Evans. Yeah, like it was kind of nice to just yeah. like not make it about the meal, but make it about hanging Spending out together. Time. Yeah, yeah, we like played games, and well, I played a couple games that involve sitting in a recliner wrapped tightly in a blanket. Yeah, and just looking at. <laughs> my phone yeah like it was one of those games it was cool it was like screen share stuff so everybody like gets a link oh and they use their web browser and then we used the tv and our phones to like play like a cool game together it was huh. really fun cool. i liked it a lot uh y'all can check those out we're not sponsored by like i think it's like jackbox or jack in the box tv or something like that yeah it's cool it's kind of cool luke yeah. could tell you more about it tweet the things <laughs> We'll literally do things. <laughs> Luke knows what he's doing. It was super. He'll fun. be real surprised when we link yeah. to his Twitter. But cool. uh, I, you want to park and wreck? Yeah, let's park and wreck. Park and wreck. So while you were sick, what did you watch? Uh, what would you like to recommend for the things that you watched? <laughs> um, while I was sick, I feel like I watched. I finished the season of John Oliver. Finally, mm-hmm. I caught up. Uh, and that was wonderful. So that was really good. And I watched three other distinctive things. I was floating around and I was like, there was something I wanted to watch. What was it? Yeah. And I watched the new Netflix series, uh, She's Gotta Have It. It is excellent. And I cried a little. And I laughed a little. And, uh, I laughed a lot. And I got upset a little. Netflix has been doing some really good oh. original content. Oh my gosh. It is about uh, an independent black woman in New York, and she is a polyamorous pansexual. And the show is just wonderful. And it uh, is starring Anthony Ramos of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and which was really the reason, like, the reason I heard about it was, of course, because I follow him on every social media outlet. And yeah. He's, He's so cute, and he's wonderful, and then I was like, he's gonna be in a Netflix show? Yeah. That's amazing. His character is wild. His character's name is Mars, like the planet. Yeah. And he's dyslexic, but he uses it as his superpower, is what he calls it, and it's so, but he uses it to, like, create, um, like, kind of his own version of, like, language, if that oh, makes cool. sense. Oh, cool, yeah. So he, um he plays with words all the time yeah. because he is dyslexic. Yeah. So he'll talk to someone and be like, you know what I mean? 
I know, like, he'll say it, he'll say something that almost sounds like he's repeating himself, but he's actually using all the words in all the different orders that they could be put in while he's, like, oh, but fun. he's really just trying to get, like, one point yeah. across, but he's making many points at the same time. Yeah. That's really interesting. He's, like, he'll say something, like, you know what I mean, know you what I mean, and, like, what you know what I mean, and, like, or, like, <laughs> like, he'll just, like, keep playing with them as he's saying things, and it's, like, endearing and huh. pretty, and it's also sort of rhythmic, so it sounds sort of like he's rapping at the same time yeah. to people. Like, he's his character's wonderful and sweet, and um, not that he's the main character at all, but essentially uh, our main girl, she, or main woman, she's seeing um, three different men at the same time, and then she's also seeing another woman that, like, comes in and out of her storyline. Um, and so she's trying to figure out like herself and um she's like assaulted at one point in the mm-hmm. story and so like some poignant art comes out yeah comes from her because she's also an artist and so um there's like her figuring out like what do I do in the midst of this and who mm-hmm. am I right now and who am I becoming and like who's defining me me or these relationships I'm in and how are these relationships mm-hmm. feeding me differently and how am I feeding them and like um it's really good and every, and it's very artistic. It's suit the whole show super artistic. There's a lot of sometimes she'll have um just some like monologues to the camera. And sometimes other people are aware of not aware of actual cameras, but they'll like make eye contact with you as the audience oh, to like ex- but not as if it's like a hand it's not the office where everyone's like looking at the camera, but like yeah you're having a moment with that character kind yeah. of thing where it's kind of like you are them and for, for a hot second. Yeah. It's really, really good. Huh. It's beautiful. It's cool. I also watched Get Out. How was that? It was wild. Oh my God, Wesley. So did you hear that it's in, <laughs> like, it's in the, is it in the, it was, sub, I, don't, I don't think it was, on, I think it was submitted to the comedy category. For the Oscars. Interesting. Because it was like comedy slash something. Right. So they put it in that category. Interesting. Purposefully chose that. And people are like, what? Well, there's not really a horror category. Right. And it's more satire. Right. And it's not entirely drama. Right. Which is, I think, why they... There is... What is the... What is the category? Do you remember? Um... I'm gonna look it up. It's... It always sounds... It's... The category is very, I think the category is really, um, sort of insulting because it's like comedy or this other stuff. And I'm like, why are you acting like A, this other stuff isn't interesting or important or B, like, why are you downplaying comedy as if it's not, like, equally as artistic and, like, perfect as drama. I don't care about the engraving. (laughs) <laughs> no i didn't hear that it got put into the comedy section it yeah. does make a little bit of sense i know for the emmys they do dumb stuff like comedy or musical special or... right right it's like a bunch of things um i don't care about i feel like the comedy much. stuff is never actually on television either i know for the emmys there's so many types of categories that yeah, they actually they actually, I think they have, like, a like a pool or, like, a 
a bidding war or something for which ones are televised. And, like, the categories change slightly each year. They do change a lot. They'll um, tweak them a little. Just depending on, like, which one, like, what's gonna get them, like, money and notoriety. Like, what are people actually excited about? Yeah. Still Googling. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll keep talking about yeah. Get Out. So, um, Get Out is fantastic. Like, start to finish. Someone told me that there's things that they do and say in the beginning that, like, circle back to the end, but you have no way of knowing that it was, like, foreshadowing. You didn't know, yeah. And I I want to watch it again because there's stuff that I, I was watching everything in the beginning and I was like, oh, yeah, they're totally going to do this. And I was like, no, they didn't do that. And then I was like, oh, they're totally going to do this. Like, this make, like this feels kind of obvious. And I was like, no, they didn't do that either. Um, but it's, like, stuff like that that I, that I was looking yeah. for. There, I knew there was some sort of twist at the end, and I thought I had it figured out, and I did not. Like, oh my gosh. I'm trying to figure out how to describe the movie without giving it away. Um, well, it's about this guy, and he's dating this girl, and they go to meet her parents, and uh, it's basically, she's like, my parents are not racist, I and like, I would have told yeah. you if they were, and they're having that conversation, and then they get there, and, like, her parents are being, like, just a little weird, and, like, a little racially insensitive, yeah. and not, like, not in any way that's, like, meaningfully offensive, but he, like, the dad keeps saying, my man, and she's like, he never says that, yeah. like, what Yeah, it's just little world? tiny things. And she's like, um, and so then he, like, gets there, and he, like, the groundskeeper is a black man, and then they have a, a like, a maid, essentially, who's a black woman, and the dad's like, I know how it looks. Like, yeah, I really, like, yep. He's like, this looks terrible. He's like, we brought them on to take care of my parents, and then when they passed, like, I couldn't, you know, we were, you know, we were attached. They were part of the family, and we couldn't bear to let them go, so we kept them on and, you know, found positions for them because, you know, it's, like, a good, like, they're, you know, yeah, they're, like, home with us, too. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, those, like, so the only other two black people are acting strange, and, um, so that it's, like, they're, like, well, it's your grandpa's big weekend, and the girl's, like, are you kidding me? And they're, like, yeah, it's the same weekend every year, and she's, like, oh, my God, I totally forgot. I just wanted a chill weekend. Like, all my grandpa's friends are gonna be here tomorrow to, like, hang out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just so sorry. So they're at the party, they're at this party, and everyone's, like, ta like, talking to him, and they're all just, like, saying... It's, the movie is so brilliant because they're all saying things that you're like, these racist little pricks yeah. <laughs> are just like being like old racist white people and they don't know they're racist. And then it turns out that like what they're saying has a complete double meaning though. Mm. And I was like, oh my God. Like they said, like this one guy said something about like, he's like, you know, uh, he was like, light skin used to be the way to go, but, you know, dark is back in fashion. And he, they're just like, wow, I can't believe you're saying <laughs> oh, this. man. Like, I cannot. And this other woman is like, oh, is it true? Is it, is it better? And she's like, what in the world are you? Like, yeah. And everyone's like, you know, like feeling like his muscles. And he's like, um, like just acting super weird. 
like totally insensitive stuff, not seeing that any of this is racially insensitive. And so you think the whole movie that everything's like moving in one way, and it's definitely not. It's also, great. mom is a hypnotist, and that gets real crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but then he also has this friend who works for the TSA who's like not ever with them, yeah. but he's like a part of yeah, the yeah. movie, and that. That part's really funny. He's just, like, working for the TSA. And he is, so, of course, he's, like, super suspicious. And he is, like, he, like, tries to take this to the authorities. To, like, the TSA authorities, basically. Mm -hmm. That he was, like, my friend's been missing. And he went to his, he's, like, he went to visit his girlfriend for the weekend. She's white. (laughs) They're, like, (laughs) okay. He's in the office and he was, like, and they're hypnotizing people, I turn them into sex slaves. And everyone's like, what, what? in the world? And he was like, I'm a TSA agent. I can figure this out. Like, <laughs> so he's like the funny best friend who's like on the outside trying to like make sure his friend is okay while he's That's off crazy. visiting this white girl's family. <laughs> so it wasn't the Oscars, it was the Golden Globes. Oh, interesting. Okay. And they put it in the best musical or comedy category. Super weird yeah. category sounding. And people are like, what? Why? It makes some sense. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. And they're saying like it's really hard to put it in a genre box. It especially really, considering really probably the limited genres available yes. for the Golden Globes. Right. It is technically a horror movie. Yeah. It is also, uh, like, obviously a social commentary. Right. It's also funny. It's also dramatic. It's also, like, a suspense thriller. Yeah. It's also, it gets a little gory at the end in a way that I did not see coming. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this got really weird and bloody. Weird. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, everything. I hope it wins because. Everything they It was, like, you, breaking records like crazy. It was phenomenal. And I was, like, super proud of Jordan Peele. Like, uh, I know him. Peele. I was like, Peele, my man. <laughs> No, it was fantastic. Like the yeah. whole, the whole way through, they throw stuff at you, and you're like, "Oh, I totally see where this is going." Mm-hmm. And no, like I was wrong about every little stinking bit of it. I yeah. was like, "Nope, I'm wrong. Nope, I'm wrong." Oh man, they're playing bingo at one point. <laughs> it was the scariest bingo I've ever seen. Like everything, I just they like, turn. I love that director. Like that he could take something so benign and turn it into. <gasps> something so crazy which is like you're a genius like he did like he just well that's also sort of the genius of their comedy is they take you know the small things and it becomes like some hilarious big hubbub and it's like what if we take meeting your white girlfriend's parents yeah and turned it into like worst than worst than worst yeah. case scenario. It's like, like we saw look so who's far, coming to dinner. Yes. But this is but crazy. Like so far yeah. outside of anything that you think it's doing, it's yeah. doing something else. Yeah. And then it's doing something else again and then something else again. And you're like, this movie just like is like a wedding cake of perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, uh, and then I watched Fifty Shades Darker, and it was awful, and I don't, I hated it. You it don't so like bad. it? <laughs> no, it was so bad. I watched the first one one day when I was bored, and I was like, well, that was pretty dull. Like, I was falling asleep during the first one, and during the second one, I was, like, just 
It was really just a movie so that I could, like, let out my anger. Have background noise, Like, yeah. have background noise. Like, I didn't want something that I needed to pay much attention to. I just wanted to, like, have noise going. And yeah. Something to, like, glance at the screen. But, like, all of my screen glances were like, not her boobs again. <laughs> Hannah came home and I straight up was like, I have seen more of this woman's boobs in my lifetime. I have seen uh more of this man's chest in my lifetime. I have seen... <laughs> I was like, I've seen so much of her bangs in my lifetime, and all I think about is cutting them. Every time I look at her face, I just want to, like, play with her hair. It's really upsetting. And he never plays with her hair. Her hair is great, and he never plays with it. And it's just, like, a a waste of hair. I don't understand. Anyways... (laughs) Yeah, that don't movie, watch that. That movie was just like awful. They don't even handle her sexual assault. They turn they turn this woman's this is my big qualm and then I'll be quiet about it. They turn Anastasia's sexual assault from her boss, spoiler alert, into a moment that Christian Grey's complete need to be in control of everything at all times they suddenly like make him right and he's the hero for being the jerk the whole time yes he's the hero for being some like controlling manipulative that's all authoritarian current event situations lord in heavens i was furious and then i was doing some like late night tweeting about like boy my ex-boyfriend was kind of like christian gray in a few ways and it is a little real right now (laughs) watching this movie where i was like uh, I think I said, not in the way that it gets everyone real, like, excited to see him, <laughs> but no, in the ways that you're like, this guy's kind of a douchebag, like, a total, <laughs> like, rude person. Aww. I was like, oh, look, that was kind of my ex-boyfriend. But also in those ways where I was like, well, I mean, he had cars and money and a nice closet and suits, and so in those ways, there's similarities, <laughs> and in all the other ways where you're like, Man, be quiet. Don't tell people what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, that movie was pretty awful. It was really, oh, it was just miserable. It was so miserable to watch. I, like, hate watching them have sex. It's so boring. I hate watching any, really, I don't like watching anyone have sex. Let me be clear. <laughs> I'm not like, you know who I prefer to watch him have sex? Bradley Cooper. In a hot tub. <laughs> We're going to come back to that a lot, like, aren't we? <laughs> should Brian and Bradley Cooper for Thanksgiving. No, like, I just, I don't, I'm, I might be one of the few people out there who whenever, like, I see a sex scene in a movie, I'm like, I don't really care. Like, unless you're, like, doing something funny with it. Like, if you're moving, if you're actually, like. If it's part of the storyline. Right. If there's, like, a character development happening, then I'm like, this is an interesting moment. But if you're like, look at how we can pan the camera down a smooth belly button. I'm like, great. I have a belly button I can look at all day long and be just as turned on. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, that's I have of, one too. Like, I get super annoyed when like books try to do that. And I'm like, I don't want to read this. Like, I don't care. I'm like, I am so grossed out by you know. trying to make like, poetic analogies for body parts and no. I can never think of these boring words the same ever again because you ruined it. Go read Song of Songs in the Bible and start reading. <laughs> I mean it's about as sexy as like 
Oh man, I just the deer path or whatever they're talking about. They're like the oh, twin fawns, and the you're like, what? The twin fawns. Oh, and you're like, oh, mm, just stop with the analogy. Bambi, it's just, no, it's just <laughs> baby mom that. did not die for this. <laughs> And I was like, 50 Shades More Stupid. I was like, I can't with this movie. Like, uh, it's so dumb. Uh, I just feel sort of bad for the whole thing. Like, I feel bad that her career is now riding on this. Well, it's similar in the way that I felt bad for Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Wonder why. <laughs> I just yeah. wonder why. Oh, God. I, was, I almost touched the hand. <laughs> teddy bear that plays music and she's trying so hard not for to make it start playing in the middle of this recording but to still have like i need something to do with my hands and so i'm playing with this teddy bear <laughs> but then i was like oh no i almost grabbed the noise palm <laughs> uh, i think we all have a noise palm in one way or another that got philosophical out of nowhere uh yeah uh, yeah you okay. watch anything well, I watched the new Trolls Christmas special with my nephew. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. But that was culturally relevant. <laughs> yeah. Were the McElroy brothers in it yet? I don't... Were they in the... They're trying to be in Trolls 2. They oh. have a whole podcast called The McElroy Brothers Will Be In Trolls 2. Oh, that's funny. And they're, like, working on... They're using the secret, and they're working to manifest <laughs> it by making a podcast about their journey into Trolls that's 2. That's funny. But it's really I mean, just, like, a podcast of a lot of... It was cute. Like, <laughs> it's just... The animation's adorable. It's Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And being, Zoe Deschanel. Being adorable. Just being cute, and there's lots of glitter and singing. Yeah. And... What fun. songs did they sing this time? Well, it was the holiday special, so they sang oh. Celebrate. Oh. Yeah, like, holiday, celebrate, whatever it is, I'm not saying Ho- Yeah. Holiday. Yeah. That celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Gonna be a good time tonight. <laughs> Something like that. I, I've got it wrong, so, but the words might be right. My nephew really likes it, because it's got music in it. So then after we watch <laughs> the Christmas special, we watch the whole movie Ooh. that's on Netflix now, if anyone wants to watch Trolls. <laughs> Oh boy. It's actually pretty adorable, and I liked it. Everybody seems to really be, like, parents like trolls. It's really, I don't think my nieces like it. They're just still, I, as yeah. far as I know, I mean, it's like lots of bright Moana. colors, and really great yeah. voice casting, and they play a bunch of cool, like, Music. covers of songs. Yeah. Like, um. Did you ever see that one about gnomes, like, garden gnomes? Yes. Nobio and, and Juliet. Juliet, and it was all like Elton John I covers. I love that movie. It is fantastic. It's so bad. It's, it's so very cute. fun. <laughs> it's oh, like, it's got James McAvoy. It has James McAvoy. It's <laughs> James McAvoy and Emily Blunt, and it's so cute because so like when the little gnomes kiss, they make clinky noises because they're <laughs> ceramic. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> and I just I love it. Yeah, it's so cute. But yeah, we should transition into talking about this movie. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of James McAvoy, yeah. we watched Penelope. 
Penelope! Because it's still my birthday month, so we're doing Wesley's picks. Happy birthday month! This is your last one for your birthday, isn't it? I know. We saved Penelope for last. So yeah, we watched Penelope, because it's one of my favorites. Yeah. She's real cute. Uh, like do you want to run us through the synopsis? Did, I did the last one, right? I did fighting. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, because... Uh, Harvey. Harvey, because Harvey. Because <laughs> who could forget Harvey? He was like a hurricane. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, I don't want to make that joke ever again. I'm complete. <laughs> you can continue. <laughs> Take so, it from here, Wesley. I'm done. Let's I'm just quit. change the subject. <laughs> so the plot of Penelope, it's basically like a fairy tale, but kind of set in modern sort of England, but everyone has a British American accent. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so basically, there it starts out giving the history of um, her family, Penelope's family. So way back in, like, Puritan kind of times. I don't even know what the era was. Um, yeah. I don't, I basically, know. she's from a rich family, like, long-standing history of, like, blue blood, they call it. Um, and one of the, like, rich sons in this family had a fling with the, like, servant girl and got her pregnant and he was, like, gonna marry her because he loved her. And then they were like, oh, that would be stupid. Why would you not marry someone rich like you're supposed to? And then, um, he goes off and marries someone else. She throws herself off a cliff, very dramatically. And then... You know, Her mother, the town witch, because... That was just how they threw that BT in there. BT Dubs, the town wit, like he was gonna marry. Here's the dumb thing: he was gonna like try and not. He was gonna try and marry the town witch's daughter and yeah. be like, nothing's gonna happen to me. Right? Stupid. Yeah. Typical men. Yeah. So the town witch, her mom of the now dead girl, um, puts a curse on the family and says that the I forget exactly how what the curse was it's there's it's there's like a poem or something because that's how curses work in movies yeah but basically it was that like the next woman the next girl born into the family would look like a pig and then it would only the curse would only be broken if like one of their own kind claimed it Mm -hmm. as their own so they go through the bloodline everybody has boys then someone has a girl they don't know that she has someone else's kid and not a Wilhern kid, which mm-hmm. is the name of the family line. And so when Penelope is born, she's technically the first girl to be born in the bloodline and is born with a cute pig nose and, like, pointy pig ears. She's actually adorable. She, like, I was like, she's... It's, it's really cute. adorable. What, who, what's her name? The actress? Yeah. Christina Ricci. Okay. I was gonna so, say Nicole Ricci, and I was like, I'm wrong, <laughs> but I'm right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Are they sisters? I don't know who that is. Nicole Richie? She was like Paris Hilton's BFF. Nicole Richie. Richie! Is different. Than Richie? Than Richie. Oh. Yeah, they are spelled completely differently. They look alike. I'll Google it. You okay. keep going. <laughs> they might just both have large eyes. I don't know if I they look alike. They, they have, yeah, that might be. Okay, so she grows up. Once she turns 18, her mom, so her parents fake her death because of all the paparazzi that are trying to like mess with their family. So they fake her death, keep her hidden in her house, like, basically, like, homeschool her and don't let her leave. Like, she's yeah. put, like, 
Punzel or something. What's that girl's name again? Christina Ricci. Christina. And it's okay. R-I-C-C-I. Got it. Um, so, when she turns 18, her mom gets a matchmaker and decides that she's going to try and find her a blue-blooded guy to marry her to break the curse. And then she'll look like herself and not like this pig face. Mm-hmm. So she's been doing all of this, like, they've been interviewing guys, they come in, they have, like, a two-way mirror, and she hides behind it, and has, like, a waiting room, like, it's kind of bizarre. So they try all these things, this one guy comes in, what's his name in the show? William? Mac? No, the guy, the other guy. Mr. Bingley? Yeah, Mr. Bingley. (laughs) I don't know. We'll just call him Mr. Bingley. It's the same actor who plays Bingley in Pride and Prejudice. But a total jerk. So he comes in. She, like, shows her face to him. I can see it a little bit, yeah. But then there's also Winona Ryder in the <laughs> shot, too. <laughs> yep, that's the 90s. They look kind of alike. It's like they have similar, uh, it's, it's the big eyes is really what it is. Yeah. yeah you're right. So, um, this guy sees her, freaks out, runs away. They can't catch him. To make him sign the non-disclosure agreement that they've been doing with everyone. He goes to the newspaper, tells everyone there's a killer pig girl who's, like, going to attack everyone or something. He starts having nightmares. It's a disaster. (laughs) So, there's a, um... Winona Ryder just looks weird all the time. Like, (laughs) she's always doing something funky off on the side. There's this great picture of the three of them at a fashion show of Winona Ryder, Nicole Ritchie, Ritchie. And Christina Ricci. Yeah. And, like, the two, like, you know, Christina and Nicole, like, they're, like, like pretty normal. You know, and they're getting their smiling at the camera. And Winona Ryder's, like, got, like, a talking and, and, like, pointing. Laughing and stuff. And I was like, girl, you look so out of place. It's really uh, cute. Yeah. All right. Good yeah. Google. So, um, he freaks out, tries to tell the police that there's, like, a crazy pig girl going to eat everyone. And one of the reporters overhears, and he's the guy who had originally tried to break the story back when the baby was born. Yes. Like, 25 years ago. Which is played by, um... Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. everybody. Everyone's Fantastically. Yeah. He's, like, really good in this part. Something I pointed you, out was that, like... You would love Game of Thrones just for him. No. <laughs> just watch... Maybe I'll just show you the best of, like, his character. <laughs> Maybe. And it's really good. Uh, but, like, so he lost an eye in the backstory because he was hiding in their house and Penelope's mom, Jessica, freaked out and, like, hit him with, like, a like a meat mallet. What oh, are those God. called? A tenderizer? Tenderizer. <laughs> like, she's, like, was smacking him because he was, like, admittedly, like, he was a paparazzi in their house trying right. to get photos. Yeah, you So you he lost somebody. an eye and has an eye patch. Right. And every joke they make about him <laughs> is about the fact that he has one eye. It has nothing to do with his stature. No. And I think that's wonderful. No. There's no jokes about him being a little person at all. Like, no. nobody No one even references it. Not at all. It's, it's just, just like, he's a pirate. Because he has one eye. Pirate joke. Which is really, really cute. (laughs) Which I just love. Plot. Okay. So, (laughs) they're at the police department. This guy overhears him and he's like, okay, so this is just confirmed that she's still alive. We can get a picture of this for the papers. Yeah. So, he teams up with Bingley. And they, he's, but Bingley's like, I can't go back. She's so scary and terrifying. He's like, fine. So, they find some other blue blood 
that's down and out and doesn't have much money and are offering to pay him to go get pictures of her. Oh, yeah. He's been, like, out gambling away to fame yeah. fortune. Yeah. So they go find this guy, and they... And he's they so go this, cute. They go to this, like, gambling place, and like, hey, where's so-and-so? And they're like, he's over there. And so they chase him down. So it's James McAvoy with his, like, 2005 shaggy hair, Aww, which is great. Looking cute as all get out. So adorable. His little teeth. <laughs> and his little face. <laughs> and I like the way that his chin sits on his face. It's kind <laughs> Continue. I'm so, like cuddled up in like a fluffy like, blanket. Oh, it's like I'm bear. telling you stories <laughs> about really James McAvoy. <laughs> so great. Tell me more about the day you met James McAvoy. <laughs> One day I'll meet him. He feels like a celebrity that you could realistically meet. Probably. Like he feels like that kind of person. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. He might not hate you. <laughs> I don't know. He might steal your heart. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh no! Keep going. So they get him to come and go to um, to infiltrate this meeting where they're sending all these blue bloods in to meet Penelope. Oh yeah, it's like a big weird mingle. Yeah. So um, it, it was like they were getting ready to film The Bachelor <laughs> with like Penelope as the Bachelorette, <laughs> but you never see her through the whole <laughs> Bachelorette season. <laughs> that would be kind of awesome. Actually, I feel like we should probably make that a TV we show probably pitch where they're that all like way. vying for this woman's attention and they never it could get be to see her. Called Love Is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> you I could never like, see her. Yeah, actually, that's kind of a genius idea to be like, all right. Based on literally personality alone, you gotta like match matchmake yeah. with this person, and then we'll re- do the big reveal at the end. And be like, all right, how shallow are you, you weirdo? <laughs> they did something like that before. It was called dating in the dark, but neither people oh, got to see interesting. each other. They like were in a pitch black room and they got to spend some time together, and then like at the end of like a week or so of like meeting, yeah, they did like a whole big group mingle, and then they did some like smaller groups and then you could decide to like hang out one-on-one yeah. in like the dark room with like one-on-one people Weird. and like see so there were night cameras so we could see as the yeah, yeah, yeah. of the tv show and it was interesting so they could like talk and they could like kind of like touch each other's faces and stuff and like chat and then at the end they would decide if they wanted to like meet each, each other, other or not and huh. then, or see each other and then after that, they could decide if they wanted to keep going out based on, like, how the other person looked, which was super weird. So sometimes people would, like, walk out, and I was like, oh. There was one yeah. time, Victoria and I were very angry during one episode because a woman had some, like, acne scarring, and the guy was like, oh, it's not really a complexion I'd normally go for. And I was like, get over yourself! That's what we said. We were yeah. very angry. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, that woman has real skin. <laughs> On her real face. <laughs> like an actual person. Wow. It was upsetting. I was like, well, you could go. <laughs> you get out then. <laughs> so yeah. That's all. So yeah, so they brought in all these guys to, basically she was like, just bring all of them in at once. And then I'll just, she just walks out to like see how they react because she's so tired of yeah. these matchmakings. Um. Every guy runs out except Max because he's been wearing this like jacket with like hidden cameras in it. With the, they're like old timey cameras because yeah, apparently, I don't, I don't like know. you can have TVs, but we haven't gotten like cell phone technology. Whatever. I'm not sure. I don't ask all the questions. It's a fictional land, <laughs> so <laughs> so he's like trying to fix this camera thing so he doesn't see her come out. So he's like the only one left. And they're like, wait, maybe he's the one. 
And, um, I can't remember what happens next. Um, they start talking. Yeah, and then he comes back the next day. He's there a couple of times, and he finally, like, meets her face to face. And is just more surprised than yeah. anything else. Not, like, grossed out like all the other stupid guys have been this entire time. Yeah. Because, whatever. She's adorable. She looks way cuter with the pig nose. Super cute. Like, I don't understand why they were all freaked out by it. Like, it's just to talk about it's yeah culture. Yeah. Uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Get it? Yeah. You get it? I get it. Yeah, okay. Okay. So... He, then, he, like, kind of shies away from her because he accidentally sets off the camera. Yeah. And freaks out because he doesn't want to turn her yeah. in and for just for the money. And then she runs away because she's convinced that she he hates her. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole big to-do. And then her parents come out and find that he's actually in cahoots with um, the Peter Dinklage character, mm-hmm. Lemon. His name's Lemon? Lemon? What is that about? Yeah, I, don't know. I was like, wait, his name is a fruit or something. <laughs> a- yeah, so Max mm-hmm. goes out and is like, destroys the film and is like, I'm not giving you this. Like, she's not hideous and monster. Like, leave her alone. It's yeah. fine. Like, don't, don't be a jerk about it. And then they discover that, like, Jessica realizes, the mom realizes that it's Lemon, the guy who was torturing them yeah, mm-hmm. as a paparazzi when they were kids. So he tries to explain himself, and it doesn't go well because Jessica, she's a mess. <laughs> we'll talk about Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Penelope basically says, just marry me, and then the curse will be over, and then we won't have to deal with this anymore. And he's like, but what if marrying you doesn't break the curse? Yeah. She's like, well, I'll just kill myself because apparently – it's not worth it if she has to live like this forever. Yeah. And he turns her down and says, I can't. Like, I can't marry you. And then she's obviously upset and leaves. So she... She runs away and joins the circus and they all live happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does run away. Um, she finally tells her mom, like, I've been doing this for seven years and being rejected by however many people her mom has run past her Mm -hmm. and she's just like heartbroken and devastated and like doesn't want to be doing this anymore so she steals her mom's wallet and runs away and like goes and makes friends in the city good so she goes and runs into reese witherspoon who is randomly this (laughs) is like rando bestie (laughs) i think she may have like been producing or something on this oh i wouldn't be surprised so she plays like this real quirky character who's like a delivery girl on a vespa that has wings on it (laughs) i like that's her character like that's all of it she's just like quirky edgy girl who looks at me and thinks Uh Picket fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a, like, they hang out at this bar that she and Max had talked about, and she keeps herself, like, under wraps for a long time, and then eventually, like, sells her own picture to Lemon, because he's got, like, you know, if you get pictures of this, there'll be, like, a reward or something. Mm-hmm. So she sells her own photo. He chooses not to publish it, but gives her the money anyway, and so she's out on her own, doing her own thing. Like, no, I thought he published it. Oh, wait, he, well, did he publish it? Yeah, he did, because then Mom freaked out that she was in the newspaper, right? Oh, but everybody, like, well, loved her. 
or something. Was that before or after oh. they unmasked her uh, in the bar? I don't know. I don't. Remember. I can't remember exactly how the timing went. Eventually, um, she gets found out to be Penelope, and pictures of. I think the picture isn't published until she's unmasked, and mm. then like she's interviewed for the papers. Got it. Maybe I don't exactly remember, but. So now she's kind of like a local celebrity that everybody wants to be friends with because yeah. she's cool. Everyone's like, Penelope's cool. Yeah. Penelope's hanging out with everybody. Yeah. So meanwhile, yeah. Mr. Bingley's family is mad at him because he sounds like a crazy person. He thinks she's <laughs> awful. And they're like, no, like, you have to make this right. People are interviewing him and he says, that thing needs to be put in a cage and the reporters are all silent so this one woman goes what a creep <laughs> yeah that's exactly and I was like amen exactly. sister they're just like why would you say that <laughs> yeah it was great so, it was so good that they were someone was finally like, like are you what? kidding me yeah like you guys are all jerks yeah <laughs> so his parents who are also rich because he's the blue-blooded guy um are basically like, you have to fix this so that our image looks good. So he tries to go back and, like, he proposes to Penelope. And her mom's like, hey, he can break the curse. You should just marry him. She's, like, reluctantly goes along with it. Right. She's like, Ar- okay, then. Yeah. All right. So meanwhile, Max has been trying to, like, get his life put back together and stop gambling. He goes and, like, tries to pay back Lemon for the money that he had been given to do this undercover work. Um, everybody's just kind of bummed out at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, eventually, Lemon gets a call that there's, like, a new scoop on the Max Champion story, and he goes to talk to Max Champion and finds out it's not the same guy. It's someone Mm. else who was at the gambling table. And he's like, wait, so if you're Max, who's this other guy? Who's this James McAvoy? <laughs> we've been, been talking, talking to. to this entire time. Who's this dreamboat we've been hanging out with all movie? Because <laughs> you are not Max. So they find out his name's Johnny. He's been working at a bar with <laughs> Russell Brand randomly owned. Uh, he just comes out of nowhere and is in this movie for like four seconds. Get I don't, out of my why movie. Did they put him in here? I have no idea. British. Apparently. But it doesn't make any sense. They just needed someone edgy and awful to deal with. I guess. Like, who could have cast literally nobody and it would, like, it didn't need to be Russell Brand. Russell Brand is, like, black licorice (laughs) as a human. That's probably a good, like, you either love him or you hate him. (laughs) Or you're like, this even smells disgusting. Did you know, (laughs) side note, the (laughs) black licorice is like cilantro and then, like, in that you could be genetically inclined to hate it. Yes, I believe that about yeah. Russell Brand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I meant the food, but I see I where you're going. I didn't know that. That's really interesting. Yeah, isn't that fascinating? That makes sense that, like, Victoria... Uh, hey, Victoria, Victoria, like, hates cilantro. Yeah, well, some people literally, like, like it nope. tastes like soap to them. Oh. Like, genetically, they when they eat cilantro, it tastes like soap, and they are grossed wow. out by it. Cool. And so you can do, like, a DNA test and find out which side of the fence you're on. If you're, like, a non-cilantro. Yeah. Is there, like, a whole subculture of, like, probably cilantros Probably. Because I know people that, like, they cannot eat at Chipotle because... They put cilantro in they everything. They put cilantro in everything and they, it just tastes, all tastes disgusting to them. That's they can't handle it. Yeah. 
But apparently Ooh. black licorice is the same thing. That you either love it or you just cannot stand it. Yeah. At I think all. it's pretty nasty. I can't My stand dad, it. I think, loves it. My yeah. dad does too. And I'm like, it's Maybe it's a... Nasty. I just... Ugh. Grosses me out. I had an essential oil last weekend while I was, like, out um, camping. I was out, like, staying at, like, a camp And co-retreat. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, they wanted... We were trying to keep people from being sick, so there was lots of, like, essential oils going around. Yeah. And I used one, and I was like, well, I mean, if it'll work, and I put it in my face, and it just smelled like black licorice. Ugh. And I was like, you know nope. what? I was like, you know what? Well, I also... I'm... Someone else was like, yeah, I don't want to use that. It smells real bad. And I was like, can I talk to you about the absolute threshold of sensation? And they're like, no, Katie. I was like, all right. Well, science lets me know that in 20 minutes I won't smell it anymore. So I'm going to, like, just roll with it. And yeah. hope it helps. It helps. Huh. And then I had the flu two days later. But, well, you know. <laughs> so much for that. I don't think I got the flu from the weekend. I think I was inevitably going to end up with the flu. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So they find out Max is not Max. His name was actually Johnny. Um, and the wedding is coming up. He keeps trying to, like, he keeps running into them, trying to, like, talk to her. Mm-hmm. And Bingley's like, no, leave her alone. Like, you've done enough. And he's like, you are disgusted by her and are just doing this mm-hmm. for money and your own name. Mm-hmm. Like, you're there. not doing it because of her. So, um, at the wedding, everyone's there. Well, not max but like all the other people are there they're going through with it and then she says no when it comes to like do you take this man and she's like she's like no nah. I, I can't do it like she no. said she said no nah. <laughs> and then she ran and away. then she ran away and then you thought she was gonna push her mom down the stairs her mom came up after her and they had the shot in such a way like mom came up the stairs and like she put her hands out super fast and i was like oh she's gonna put her mom down the stairs <laughs> like, she's gonna kill mom yeah. i was like i don't <laughs> so basically, the entire time, in my head. the entire time her mom has been like, oh, insufferable about Ugh. like how like Ooh. she's not herself and she just like once they break the Ooh. curse she'll be beautiful and worthwhile and all these things but until then like nothing is good enough Mm-mm. and like it's all about her and how she Neuroses. looks and like all these things and she's like a whole disaster. So she tries to get her mom to look at her, and she's like, you "There are so look- many layers of abusive parenting." There. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it's such a mess, and her mom just like won't accept the fact that that's how she looks. She's just like won't do it. So finally, Penelope's like, "Like they're like, well, it'll change," and she's like, "But I don't want to change. Like I like myself the way I am," and that's what eventually breaks the curse. <laughs> yeah. So once she's learned to love herself then the curse is broken and she doesn't need to marry like the dumb blue blood guy Mr. Bingley because he was terrible anyway I feel bad calling him Bingley because Bingley Bingley is actually, is actually wonderful guy this worst. guy is terrible Vanderman was his last yeah, name yeah something Edward Edward Vanderman Edward Vanderman Ugh. gross gross so um the matchmaker finds out that um well, I think Lemon tells the matchmaker that Max is actually Johnny. Mm-hmm. And the matchmaker tells the mother, and she's like, we have to tell Penelope. And she's like, no, we can't tell her because we have to have the curse broken. This was before the wedding mm-hmm. actually started taking place. So they all knew, but they didn't tell her. 
and she made her, the mom made her keep it a secret. She eventually gives in and tells Penelope because she's like, if the only reason he said no was because he thought he couldn't break the curse, then he actually does love her. Yes. Like, and it's not just a sham, like with Edward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Penelope finally finds out the truth. She tells uh, Reese Witherspoon's character, who I'm not even sure has a name. She probably does. I don't know what it is. Um, so they decide. Oh, also, Penelope becomes a teacher and ta- teaches horticulture to children at a school. Who does that? Whatever. <laughs> like, it's a very specific thing to teach children. Right. Um, so. Very. Also, she's not a horticulturalist. She didn't go to school for it. No. She just really likes plants. I don't like plants, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. So, um, all the little kids are dressing up as Penelope for Halloween that year, which is kind of adorable. So, there's all these, like, little pig noses that people are wearing with scarves and pretending to be Penelope. So, they find out that there's a Halloween party in the building where Johnny lives. And she puts on the pig nose, so it looks like she's dressed up as Penelope for Halloween, even though she is Penelope. And they go to... Which is super Reese Witherspoon takes her, and they go, like, show up at his door to try and, like, talk to him again. And, of course, she freezes up, and Reese Witherspoon's looks like, Here, I have to go. I'm gonna go get some punch. I gotta go. (laughs) Bye, have fun, And, like, leaves them alone together. So then they figure out what's going on. And um, he finally recognizes her, even though she's wearing a costume of herself. Yeah. And then... He didn't realize it was her. (laughs) I was like, oh, you're dead, man. Yeah. And then she reveals that she broke the curse herself, and then everybody lives happily ever after. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Oh, and then they kiss. Yeah. With their faces. Yeah. And it's real cute because she's still wearing the nose. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, like, it's yeah. so, like, it didn't matter that she had the curse broken, because he liked her even with the nose, yeah. which is so cute. He just liked her face. Yeah. He was, like, her whole personality. <laughs> I bet if it was me, he would have married me, because, I mean, if I was her, <laughs> like, if I looked like me, he would have fallen <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter what she looked like. Right. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because her personality was just wonderful. Right? Is that what that is? Is that the moral of the story? Did they get it right? I think so. 1500 bucks for a studio apartment! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any commentary on this movie? I always have commentary on movies. Um, I mean, that is why we have a podcast. Is that, is that why we do this? <laughs> Alright, let's, let's see. What, uh, okay, mom's the worst. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk about mom. Let's see if I can coherently talk about a mom right now. For no reason other than, like, I got sleepy because I, like, <laughs> it was a really nice story. Thank you. You're welcome. Me and Bilbo Bear say thank you. Um... So her mother is, like, all martyrdom all day long. Mm -hmm. Like, the epitome of the woe is me, 
I'm a bad mom. I'm yeah. just doing the best I can. Isn't it good enough for you? I'm just trying so hard. I just want oh, the best for my fa- like. It's yeah, all of that. Yeah, <laughs> playing with the bear's costume. Um, <laughs> like it's it's all of that. It's just the worst, the worst, the worst version of mothers in one character, and she does it so flipping well. She does. The actress is like, really great. She is neurotic. She's paranoid. She is insufferable is the correct term. And I found it really interesting that the narrator, Penelope, was like, I kind of feel bad for my mom. And I'm like, what? Yeah. This is abuse 101. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are literally being told that you are not complete without something else in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, this person has convinced you that you like cannot survive without the family or without a man in your life mm-hmm. or without all of these things. Like she's create, she's worked very hard to create some sort of like twisted codependency mm-hmm. because she thinks that's what the curse is about. Right. It's yeah. about like you relying on someone else for your happiness. And that's why I love the dad in this movie. Like he doesn't get a lot of screen time, no. but he's always like, "Why can't we do this? Why can't we yeah. just treat her like a normal person?" He's like, and like no. he has this <laughs> line <laughs> that I really love, and what I think about probably more than anyone has ever thought about this movie. Yes, which is um, they're talking about how she's going out and doing all these things, and um, I'm trying to remember exactly what he says, but he's like, "We've we've basically they've spent her whole life like." grooming her to be the perfect wife once she gets married to this person mm-hmm. who's going to break the curse. And he says something like, what if like, what if the curse is never broken? Like, we've spent her entire life preparing, preparing her, her for when things, things are different. different. But what if but they not, never change? Yeah. He's like, but we haven't prepared her for things staying the same. Yeah. like, And I think about that a lot, especially with, like, because I write and talk a lot about, like, singleness and like church culture and like Mm -hmm. the whole true love waits kind of like Mm -hmm. mentality and there's a lot of especially in the church like someday you'll get married and everything will be great and Mm -hmm. all this stuff we're all but there's never to be a partner yeah because true love waits like until until something else happens for you exactly you're Not not groomed to be a whole person by yourself right and I, I think about that a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, no, I think about it, too, because, like, I'm, I mean, I'm actually, my parents, like, really fully tell me this all the time, like, that it's, and it's very sweet, and it's very well-meaning, and I don't, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't, there's no part of me that's like, boy, I wish you wouldn't, like, right, right. pray that I'm going to have, like, a wonderful partner in life. Yeah. And, like, they pray for whoever my, yeah, like, future yeah. husband might be. And I'm like, Which is really sweet, I'm like, but also awesome. weird. <laughs> and they also, like, are praying for me. It's not like they're only praying for some, like, elusive maybe guy. Like, that would be weird. Like, you're only praying for your son-in-law, you like, creep. And like, oh, really? What about me? <laughs> what about yeah. your daughters? What yeah. about me? Um, Which is great. And at the same time, I'm like, that's awesome. And, like, that's why, though. Like, yeah. I don't, like, that. Part of me is like, is that a waste of your prayer energy? Yeah. Not that I think they're pouring too much energy. That I think they <laughs> sit around and like 
Right. And so I'm like, I'm like, you know, every night my parents kneel down by their bed and they spend 15 minutes on this guy. And they're like, oh, we gotta pray real hard about this one. It's like, no. I think it's just like a general, like, okay, man, like, whoever he is. We want like, you to be happy. We want him to be a good person. Yeah. Like, like I think it's, it's 100% out protection. of love for you. Yeah. And but it's also like, it's only recently that there's been any sort of grooming for um what like okay what if like what if it just my life looks just like it does for quite a long time yeah then what like no one no one ever bothered to just like be like hey girl you might not get married think about how cool that could be yeah so I'm like yeah. actually oh it's like it's like being single is some alternative lifestyle yes does that yes. make perfect sense to you also? Sense. Your eyes yes. were like, yes, <laughs> it is. Like, it is. It's like I'm living an alternative lifestyle that yeah. people want to, like, have cool conversations with me about. It's like as if I'm Or they want to some... fix it like it's something wrong. Right. People will meet me and they're like, oh, you're... <sighs> I actually had this conversation once at, like, a Bible study. Interesting. Where some newer people popped into the Bible study for, like, a week or two and then we never saw them again. But they, I said something about, like, being single, and somebody said, is that by choice? And I was like, yeah. What? Like, I was totally thrown by the choice of, like, what do you mean is that by choice? Like, am I choosing, like, and then I figured out that they meant, like, oh, am I, like, actively choosing to be, like, single and celibate and Mm -hmm. XYZ and all the things that would biblically come along with that? Yeah. And I was like. I'm choosing to not be in a relationship with people who will harm me. Yes. Yeah. The, like, do I choose, am I sitting around like, boy, I would love to never have a partner in life. Like, yeah. no, but it's also like an option. Yeah. That I'm like looking at is like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's a serious option. Like, all right. Like, what would that look like? I'm mm-hmm. weighing it as a possibility. They're like, cool. What if yeah. this doesn't happen? Like, how do I prepare myself for that? as much as I could prepare myself mm-hmm. to be a great partner. But it was this moment of, like, do you mean am I, like, living, like, the nun life? <laughs> or do we, or yeah. I was, like, because what I think of as, like, me choosing to be single is not some, like, it's like lofty <laughs> higher purpose. Is like, no, I refuse to be in an abusive relationship because yeah. that's what I yeah. have been in. So, uh from that, yeah, I'm sure choose, <laughs> yeah, it is hella by choice <laughs> that I broke up with that scumbag. Like, yeah. Yes. I yeah, was like, what? interesting. But it was such an odd question, and it was something that I had never actually thought of, where I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that, some like, people do. That some people think that if you are single on purpose, it means that there's some greater purpose for it, and I'm like... Or, like, intentionally. That, like, yeah. I'm set out to be like, I will never marry. Yeah, and I'm like, like no. I have all these suitors and I turn them down I because turn, I need to focus on me. Because I'm focused solely on the Lord. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> like, yeah. it's really just like, no, none of them are, like, they're not good enough. They're not the right fit. Yeah. I'm not the right fit. That's clearly a no-no on God's plan or whatever right. like oh just like no most most propositions I get are by people and I'm like no thank you <laughs> so in that way yeah yeah but not in the way that's like yeah it's not like I'm taking a break from dating or any of that yeah no I'm just like which uh-uh. people do sometimes 
I mean, I'm kind of in a dating break, because I'm like, mm, what are, yeah, eh, I'm not really excited about the prospect. <laughs> There's an occasionally a prospect that sounds exciting, but I'm not like, I deleted all my dating apps is really all mm-hmm. I'm saying, where I'm like, I'm not looking, yeah. and people a, a pop up, and I'm like, well, I'm attracted to them. They want to express any interest? Cool, we'll get coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, like, out and about, like, actively, like, date me! <laughs> <laughs> you! <laughs> you and the flannel with the beard! <laughs> the Bible! <laughs> date me! <laughs> I will say, if you're looking for a single Christian man, the Roosevelt Coffee House is a good place to start. <laughs> I discovered that's, you know... We'll put directions on the website. <laughs> if you're prowling for a nice single Christian man... <laughs> Go to the Roosevelt Coffee House. We're not sponsored by them. They are sponsored by God. Uh, uh, that's all. That's fantastic. But yeah, I think about that quote from her dad, like no, weirdly. It's, good. it's a really good. It's a. It's quote. a. Yeah, I don't it's think apt. we do it enough. Yeah, we don't spend enough time preparing ourselves for, like, what if things don't look different? Yeah. And like, how do you become? content and peaceful Mm -hmm. and like celebrate exactly what is instead of always looking for what isn't right very true not Penelope figured it out (laughs) no right here right now I like me yeah this is fine actually I'm really good with what's up right now yeah mom (laughs) (laughs) mom yeah I'm just trying to live my own life in my wedding dress (laughs) That wedding dress. That wedding dress was great. I really liked it. It was ridiculous, and I love it. I would totally wear that wedding dress. I love all the fashion in this movie. Like, all the stuff Penelope wears is so quirky and fun. And, like, her whole, like, crazy bedroom full of, like, swings and, like, (laughs) weird plants and stuff. Like, it's great. I want that bedroom. Her home, her bedroom actually reminds me of this house that sometimes shows up in dreams. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, I have dreams about homes that kind of look like hers, and there's just, like, lots of weird stairways and hidden rooms everywhere, Mm -hmm. and, like, swings and spirals and, like, all sorts of, like, weird, like, nooks and crannies of this house that I've dreamt about several times. Interesting. Like, crazy. This dream, this house is insane, and I don't think it's physically possible. Yeah. But I will. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever heard of the, um... Dr. Seuss? No. This lady... She's connected to one of the gun manufacturers. I can't remember what the name it is. Whoa! But um, she it was she, I think she lived like Civil War period or after in like Victorian period maybe. But she was very superstitious and she believed like she was scared of like ghosts haunting her house or something. Yeah, me too. And so she believed that if the house was constantly under construction, that they couldn't hurt her. Oh. And so she just constantly had people building on like rooms and like trap doors and like stairways that didn't go to anywhere and like doors oh, that yes, went nowhere. Oh yes, I heard about this. Um, yes. I forget. Where I did I hear about this? There's a movie coming out about it. Oh, that's where I, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. Her, it's a gun manufacturer that starts with a W and I don't care about guns enough to know. Waco, Texas. No. I don't it's know. It's like. I feel like that's an acronym for something. And there's a place, though, but, like... Well, yes, but I feel like that's um, a... Acme Fire <laughs> Yeah. Gun. W. Stark Enterprises. 
I'm just going with what I know right now. Uh, I don't know how to Google that. Anyway, I don't know how to. Like, I'll look it up later. Movie. Yeah, but there is going to be a movie about it, and it's like, it's not Smith and Wesson. I don't think it's the Wesson House, but it's one of those kind of things. Yeah, it's one of those kind of words. But so maybe that's kind of maybe you've seen something like that. In yeah, the, that's probably. I was like, where have I heard of this? Yeah, like, how have just I also like, known about this? Weird. It's like the weird. It's like a huge house with like weird gables everywhere and like mysterious rooms and it's really fascinating you know if i had money she had money if <laughs> so. i had a ser- okay so when i think okay here's also another version of like the single life yeah what if you were single forever and you were like okay i'm gonna go be crazy then because no one is gonna sit around and be like you can't Think of the children. Like, <laughs> Think of the children. I'm like, no, I'm going to put a trap door any. here. <laughs> like, I don't have any. Like, I got a cat, and it's going to be fine. It's going to live way longer than my kid would. So, let me just go put trap doors everywhere. And, like, if I'm going to run around and be single forever. Winchester. Winchester. That's the one. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm going to be single, like this lady, like, why don't I just have a wackadoodle house? Yeah. And do whatever I want with my money. Basically. Like, be superstitious for 30 years. Let's go for it. What an interesting idea. And she, like, ran with it, too. Oh, yeah. There's no part of her that's like... So this house is in San Jose, California. Is it still up? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, It's the Winchester Mystery House. Mm -hmm. Can you die in it? Probably. Probably. Um, Like, this is some of the pictures of it. Of just oh! weirdness that happens there. It's like such a bizarrely like, built place. And so they're making stuff. like a horror movie based on the house. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Isn't it? I was like, isn't it going to be a scary movie? Yeah. Whoa, this place is huge. It's crazy. What was she doing? She, that just, she had so much money. She sold Winchester guns. Oh, that. Her husband house. did. Like, invented them or something. That's so she wild. just had like millions of dollars and just like, spent it all on this well, giant just go house. Spend all your money, spending all my money, all me. <laughs> but yeah, this house is like gigantic and crazy and fascinating. That's wild. So be looking for that movie coming out next year. That movie called? I think it's called Winchester House, but I'm not positive. Probably. I hope they filmed everything in the house. I think they probably did. Yes. I'm sure they, like, went to the studio for some stuff. and Winchester, the house that ghosts built. Well, that sounds dumb. name. <laughs> Lordy. I think they're the calling after. it mostly, like, Winchester. But it looks cool. That's crazy. Uh, it's got Helen Mirren in it as the crazy lady. Oh, yes! Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So it's gonna be There's real some, good. Yeah. Um, have you seen the trailer for it? I have. It okay, looks good. really interesting. So, it just has a dumb tagline. That's crazy. So. That's real crazy. Um. So, yeah. So, this, because the movie's super cute. It's so cute. I mean, there's a, it's, it's a really obvious social commentary. Yeah. On, um, like, stupid boys and how. And looks and beauty and all kinds of things. Being the whole person without. James McAvoy. It's not possible. I mean, <laughs> darn. I do like that their love story was never a one that was like, I can't live without you. It yeah. was just like, I really like you. Yeah. Like, regardless of her circumstance, 
of mm-hmm. her pig nose and his circumstance of mm-hmm. being a gambler and having no money. And yeah, just being, like, just some, like, bummer. Yeah. Just being a good old, like, Jack on Titanic kind of fella. <laughs> yeah. Um, wrong! <laughs> just, like, being that kind of dude. Uh, that she was like, well, this is a circumstance that normally people would also look down on and be afraid of. And he's yeah. like, nope. Sorry. Like, there's no way. He's like, there's no way you would date a guy who, like, you know, gambled and they pulled off the street. Yeah. And so they both had, you know, some sort of thing that society might look at and be like, uh-uh, she ugly and he's broke. Yeah. But it was just like, oh, but they're, like, they just like each other. Yeah. And it was not some big, like, oh, it was just like, man, like, go find that person who cares about you. Yeah. Like, be with the person that cares and that really is into you for exactly who you are mm-hmm. and which is why I love that like right. in the kiss scene like yeah. she's wearing the pig nose like yeah. I feel like that's so like important for the story it's so cute I think there was one other line that stood out to me a lot in this movie and I can't you had the picket fence one picket fence one was so good what man looks at me and thinks picket fence <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Reese Witherspoon, for always giving me treasures like yes. that. Reese is up to some bomb boss lady stuff lately. I am so excited for A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> I mean, no, I just meant her production company. But I mean, she's and in that, speeches. and she looks amazing, and I can't wait. I think it's with her um, production company that she started. Probably. She's so good. She's amazing. She's cool. She's amazing. I saw something going around recently that was like, like a dude couldn't pull off this female role, but a woman could totally pull off his role. Yeah. And so like a bunch of celebrities were tweeting about it. Yeah. And I think Mindy Kaling said because she was she's in the movie with Reese Witherspoon, she was like, Javier Bardem could never pull off her Sweet Home Alabama, <laughs> but. Reese Witherspoon could 100% pull off No Country for Old Men. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was like, I would have watched oh, that. <laughs> I would have watched Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon in No Country for Old Men. And I'm sure Javier Bardem is like, yeah. yes, yeah. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really love seeing that so many men in Hollywood are like, no, for real though. Like, I, women in I could not have done that. Yeah. Which this woman yeah. could absolutely have played. Well, this have role. you seen Kate Blanchett for like our body suits? Like she's no. like one of the new models for like suits. Oh yes, oh. she looks so good. Kate Blanchett is the dream. So good. Did you see? I posted on Facebook today that eleven is my hair goal. Yes. <laughs> She I was is like, how did this girl just like, I was like, oh, I literally was sitting in church this morning <laughs> thinking about my hair. Oh my God. I just said that a lot. And I was like, cause people keep talking about it and I've been growing it out yeah. and I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, it's long and it's short and I'm like bored. I'm really bored. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I don't know what to do with it. Should I keep growing it out? Should I just like undercut the sides and look yeah. like pink again yeah. like should I just go like pastel colors like what do I want to do like I don't know I don't know and then I saw Eleven's hair and I was thinking about it. I was like well if I grow it out I don't actually think I want to grow it out long again mm-hmm. like I'm kind of over that that was like a very last year dream that I had when I started growing mm-hmm. it out 
And I'm like, I think I just want it to be like mid-length and like kind of floppy and curly and wavy. But I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. I don't know how to visualize that goal. I, I had a waitress at a restaurant and I was like, that's it. And she had like pastel pink, curly, floppy, mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> like 11, like season two hair. Yeah, like, season two hair, but, like, less curly. Yeah. But I was like, that's it. It's that kind of floppy, messy, mm-hmm. like, you could leave it alone or you could curl it. Like, yeah. either of those things can happen. It'll be perfect. I was like, I kind of want that, but I don't really know how to, like, explain this. And how do I know when I get there? And then I saw Eleven and was like, this is it. This is it. This is what I'm growing to is just yeah. that, like, is it's actually just a, hey, I'm growing my hair out, but look how cool that looks anyways. Yeah. Just, like... I just want it to be messy all the time. Yeah. And I was like, I found it. I finally found another woman who has hair that's like, whatever, I'm growing it out. Yeah. This is just how it is right now at the end. And I was like, that's it. That's it. And yeah. I found it. I was so excited. That Millie this, Bobby like, Brown is like the most adorable, wonderful teenager. That this like 13 or 14 year old girl is like my hair goals. Yeah. And I was like, I just, that's it. That's the one for me. And I'm very excited. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here <laughs> for this revelation <laughs> that I had today about my own hair. Uh, it was very exciting. That exciting. <laughs> um, any closing remarks about Penelope? This podcast is going pretty long. Yeah, I just, I love this movie. It's one of those movies that like, I'm like, I had a bad day. What's the most comforting thing I can watch? James McAvoy. James McAvoy. <laughs> so, Don't yeah. watch Split. Watch Split. It's fantastic. Yeah. But that's not a comforting I did movie. have to... <laughs> I love atonement, but after I watched that, I was like, I need happy James McAvoy. This is sad James McAvoy. I gotta go put Penelope in. Atonement is pretty, like... It's really good, but you're just like, oh, man. Oh, that was rough. That movie is rough to watch. That green dress. The green dress is so great, but, like, that book, like, the book is, the book is really great, too, but, like, yeah, it's heavy. It's pretty crazy. So yeah. That's cool. It. How many uh, Channing Tatum's do you give this movie? I give it 10 out of 10. Yay! I love it and it makes me happy. I'm going to give it a solid 7. That's good. I like it. I like it a lot. It's, um, I like. I think I liked it more as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I also hated Mom more as an adult. Yeah. She didn't really sit, she didn't really have that She's much of an She's supposed to be super annoying, so. She didn't have that much of an impact on me when I was younger, and then I, now I'm older, and I'm like, this is terrible parenting! Yeah. Like, no, please! <laughs> no! <laughs> please make it stop. I was, maybe he was rude. Yeah. That's how I felt about her the whole time. <laughs> um, but no, it's cute. Yeah. It's, it's a cute, cute movie. And it's obvious. Yeah. And it's precious. not. It's a cute It's movie. not going to break any boundaries, but it's a cute movie. I know. And I like it. But it, I like what it has to say. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah. So, s- between six and ten Channing Tatums. Yeah. <laughs> or seven and ten. That's a good, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty solid, that's a wide it's range. It's a good, like, girls movie night movie. Yeah. yeah. You can watch popcorn. <laughs> You could watch popcorn, but you should watch this movie instead. Oh. <laughs> anyway. You want to wrap up? Are we good? Yeah, let's wrap up. Okay. Um, how, it's been, We were kind of off for a week there. Yeah. How do I wrap this up? Oh, I remember. <laughs> uh, if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, you can go 
uh, talk to us about that and tell us all about your deepest, darkest issues <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at viewingpartypod.com. Wesley's been taking these great pull quotes from each episode <laughs> and putting them with images on our Instagram, and it's actually, it's like, so fun. it's a real good time. <laughs> She's doing a great job. I'm really impressed. I'm glad you enjoy that. I still think that the What Lies Beneath one is my favorite. <laughs> that one is really good. <laughs> oh, man. You can also uh, check out our website for show notes, links, pictures of cats, Watching popcorn. Yeah. Uh, that website is viewingpartypod.com. You can also check out my other podcast, Columbus Cares. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, I don't know if it's anywhere else. It's probably somewhere. It might be on Blueberry. Who knows? Just search for it. You'll find it. Just search for it. Columbus Cares podcast with Travis Kendall and Katie Thomas. We interview uh, nonprofit organizations and uh, the people who founded them in Columbus and uh, talk about what's up and why they care and why it's important that we are also actively caring mm. about our city. Um, the Columbus Podcast Festival is coming up in 2018. Mother's Day weekend submissions for the festival are now open. You can find all that info on the Facebook for the Columbus Podcast Festival. Go check it out. It's going to be an awesome time. If you mm-hmm. or anyone you know podcasts, which is pretty much everybody does or know someone who <laughs> podcasts. It's a whole thing now, guys. Yeah, so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, Columbus Podcast yeah. Festival. Submissions. Yes, submissions. You can also check out the website at columbuspodcastfestival.com. Um, anything else fun and exciting coming up for you? Uh, we're going to be starting our month of Christmas episodes. It's our first our holiday Christmas stuff. at viewing party, everybody. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. So cute. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we sang a Christmas song at church today. Already? Just one. We closed with a Christmas song. Okay. Christmas. I don't like Christmas songs. Oh. So I'm like, oh no. I am all about the Christmas music. Maybe we'll have to bring Bob back and do a special Christmas theme song. <laughs> we'll just add a jingle bell track behind it. It'll be fun. <laughs> Can you play the, be- the handbells? <laughs> Can you play the handbells? Yes! We're just like, we need handbells. We're just like a choir of like, oh, children. <laughs> find out and be like, this song is in the exact same uh, cadence as this other song and can put them together. Oh, that would be super weird. Be uh, don't look out for that one. It's a pipe dream. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh my gosh. Uh, but, but yeah, we'll be doing some holiday themed stuff for December. Holiday. And then. Celebrate. Yeah. Same song. Wrong tune. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got some fun stuff planned for the next year, so. Oh, yeah, do we? Oh, yeah. I was like, You're just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing a whole Oscar special. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I'm super. Yeah, that was my idea. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Clearly, Wesley's actually uh, the genius behind this podcast. <laughs> I'm here for the ride. And so are you. <laughs> yes, you are. Thanks for being here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, tune in next week when we watch something else, talk about something different. Until then, this has been Viewing Party. Party.
Happy birthday, Wesley. Thanks. Glad you have a normal nose. <laughs> I'd love you even if you didn't. <laughs> I think it'd be cute with a big nose. It'd it be, be fine. Adorable. Maybe you should be Penelope for Halloween. I've sometime. thought about it, but I don't think anyone would get the reference and they'd be like, why are you Miss I, Piggy? I feel like a lot of people would actually get the reference. It'd be cute. <laughs> Maybe next year. Me too.